Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking. And I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. Hello, my darlings, and welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court Queenie Guides AEW Edition. Right here, Queen's Court. Woohoo! Very exciting stuff. Real quick, before we get into the episode, I just want to say, what's up, babies? How you doing? I hope you're doing well this Wednesday. It's cold here in the Northeast. We're starting to get towards winter, maybe. Who knows? Could be fall tomorrow. This weather is wacky, but anyway, just wanted to check in on you, see how you're doing. Take a minute, my friends, and know that Queenie cares about you as you're listening to this show right now, checking in on you. Additionally, I wanted to say, voting is still open for the Wrestle Hub Wrestling Podcast Awards, so you can go vote for your girl for several categories, uh, for Queen's Court and for DYWTSB and the Queen of Pub Connection, what? crazy please do that and there's several of my friends uh friends of the show friends that i have in general on these awards as well give them a shout they deserve your vote please go do that of course links are everywhere my friends so you can go and vote for your favorites and support your girl you know but anywho this is an exciting series I'm so pumped to share it with you. And this week, Tiffany from All Elite Podcast is here to help guide us towards AEW. And you're probably like, Queenie, it's AEW. What do we need to be guided for? Oh, no, honey. You need to be guided to the light. Because there are some people out there who just aren't giving it a fair shake. So it is time. Strap in, babies. Get ready for this ride as hashtag double trouble brings you Episode 2, Queenie Guides, AEW Edition. All right, everyone. We're here. We're ready. It's time for Queenie Guides, Episode 2, all about AEW. Now, you know, my dear listeners, you know, okay, if I'm going to talk AEW, there's only one podcast I'm going to call, okay? (laughs) Only one. And only one girl that could give it to you straight and tell us everything we need to know. My pal and yours, Miss Tiffany from All Elite Podcast. What's up, girl? Ooh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Yes. A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. <laughs> the EVP of Giggles is back in the Queen's Court, honey. Yes. Let's I'm go. So happy you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love working with you. Oh, I love so working with you too. It's, it's the best. It's, it's double trouble. It is. Hashtag double trouble. Shout out to RJ for coming up with our little little squad name there. <laughs> I just met him this weekend. He's such oh. a sweetheart. It's so exciting meeting people you'll you'll work with. It's just I know, right? So awesome. It but, is so awesome. Oh my god. Well, Kyle couldn't join us today. Yeah. So 
Sorry to Kyle that he's missing out on all this amazingness. Not that he would get a word in edgewise, but no. <laughs> so he's doing his Canadianness stuff, you know. He is. He's doing his Canadian things. So we're gonna have to do our uh, New England slash New York things. <laughs> there you go. That's there you right. Go. <laughs> I can't do too much. He brought me a care package with all these amazing. Canadian treats and I killed the chocolate like this morning and I was sad and I want some more of that coffee crisp. Oh my oh, god. Good this, stuff, huh? Oh, you know, this is something that I've been begging him to br- send me or bring me. Even like when he came and visited me in April, I was like, I need this. I didn't care about anything else. It was the coffee crisp and it's because me and him were doing a coffee podcast at one point. Right. So, who doesn't love chocolate and who doesn't love coffee and you put it together and oh my god and the Kit Kats are my favorite and this reminded me of a Kit Kat just coffee related so which is even better than my coffee queen over here oh yeah <laughs> my million freaking names you that do have so many names <laughs> like and it's not just like the podcast it's even yeah outside breaker the glitter queen like these are names probably that people don't even know and like oof, so many damn names i'm getting confused <laughs> you're getting confused about your own self <laughs> i'm like i don't even know <laughs> i know right Ooh. well one thing is for sure while you are the queen of the indies yeah. you're also the queen of aew and i say that and i'm, I'm it's a little tongue-in-cheek but i mean it too because you know, your podcast with Kyle is my go-to AEW, like, source of everything. You know, you're, you have such a great chemistry between you two. Your live chats are always so much fun. And, and you put so much heart and dedication into your show. And it's strictly AEW. And we're definitely going to talk about that for sure. But I knew that right away when I wanted to do this episode. And let's be clear, right? If you, You'd have to be living under a rock not to know that AEW is uh, out and about. <laughs> But but still, I thought it was an important thing to have a Queenie Guides just for this. Because for a lot of people, a lot of the wider wrestling audience is just strictly one thing and haven't branched out. Or maybe one or two things, but haven't branched out a little bit further. And AEW has been taking everything by storm. So I knew when I wanted to make this episode, I knew who to call right away. Because you and I share such a, a passion for this company but it, it requires some guidance, I feel like, because, well, we'll get into that. Let's get into why. But first, <laughs> let's start in general, right? Okay, so AEW, All Elite Wrestling, which is, of course, the EVPs, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, and Kenny Omega with Tony Khan and the Khan family, who, of course, owns the Jaguars, um, came together and created this company. Uh, and it sort of started as this uh, little pet project, if you will. Let's see what happens with All In. So when that started coming to play, like, were you already following, like, Matt and Nick or Kenny or Cody even or, or any of them when they started to put All In together? Um, You know, the funny thing is, like, I followed a little bit of Ring of Honor because I had friends that um, would always go to the Ring of Honor shows that would come here to New York. So I remember the first time that I actually saw the Young Bucks, which was at Final Battle um, two years ago, was it? Or was it three years ago? I think it was three years ago. Yeah, because three years ago, because I missed one because my friend couldn't go and he sold the tickets on me. Rude, okay? So rude. 
bought the other ticket and took somebody else just saying, okay. <laughs> um, and then I went to the last final battle, which was where they said their goodbye. But <clears throat> I got it. I The only reason why I wind up watching All In was because my best friend Brad is, he's he is the reason why I got into a lot of the indies. I had gone prior to indie shows before, but not as much mm-hmm. as but he he watches everything gcw beyond wrestling he watches stuff on the west coast yeah just really introduced me to a lot of different indie promotions and but yeah i went he was like you have to come to my house i'm pay-per-viewing all in he goes i'll explain everything to you of all the people because i really didn't know um He's like, it'll just be a good pay-per-view. He goes, I promise. So I wind, I remember going over to his house. We ordered pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just a good time. And that was where I fell in love with Marty Skrull. Even though I saw Marty Skrull at Final Battle when um, they kicked Adam Cole out. Right. R.I.P. Adam Cole. The ghost yeah. of Adam Cole. Yes. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> But that's where I fell in love with Marty Skrull was at All In. Wow. Look at that. I know it's weird. I don't. I don't know. I think I briefly talked about it on the Olily podcast, but I don't think I've gone into so much detail of how I got mm-hmm. into it. But this is what kind of led us, because um, I was following a little bit of the Being the Elites because of my friend Brad, because he was showing me episodes, and then I started watching it. But when they had made the announcement for All Elite Wrestling, that's where I brought this to Kyle. And I was like, this is going to be huge. And right. Kyle isn't really familiar as much as I am. So we kind of did it pretty much learning it together, even though like I had more of an understanding about it than he did. Right. So. We know what's interesting, too, is that, you know, I was watching New Japan. I've been a New Japan fan for a couple of years now, and I loved them so very much. That's where I got introduced to Kenny and the Bucks together. And of course, I knew Cody from wwe and his time there but i had also been going to indie shows and i had seen him on the circuit once he joined ring of honor and then thereby new japan with that partnership um appearing there a couple of times with of course the elite and bullet club and all of that um it's interesting because they started putting out all of those being the elite episodes on youtube and i loved kenny so i was like well i'm totally in then i fell in love with the young bucks because they're hilarious and i'm like what is this show this is so genius i go who why are more people doing this right Mm -hmm. because like the wwe network has like their ride-alongs and that little table chat thing that they have and then they do stuff but they don't put it out on youtube and that's a market that i feel like aew and we'll get to more on it later but has really kind of honed in on so they started coming out with these videos and I started talking about it with my brother and I was like, yo, these guys are really dope. You should watch them wrestle. And then he got into New Japan and Ring of Honor. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to put on our own show. I was like, you're going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to self-fund their own. I'm like, okay, whatever. I remember all uh, all in happening and watching it. We didn't get to go. Um, the timing just didn't work out. But we were going to try Mr. Queen and I and it didn't work. And then they put on the show, and I remember thinking, wow. Like, they put this on all by themselves. This is awesome. And then it was kind of quiet, right? Not right. too much was happening. They all went and did their own thing. Kenny was getting ready, you know, to, to do all of his stuff and whatever. And then all of a sudden, we start seeing some copyrights and some trademarks. Oh, yeah. and, then you're, and then that January comes, 
And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Kenny loses the belt. And then it's like this whole thing. And we're like, oh, my God, it's happening. Like, it's happening. And we start rolling into it. And, and when it was first launched, you said that you told Kyle that it was going to be huge, right? Yeah. But when they started getting their signings, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Adam uh, Hangman Page, of course, and uh, pa- uh, Pac, and, you know, obviously the Young Bucks and Cody, duh. And then Kenny joined eventually once his stuff was wrapped up. And they started signing all these people slowly, SCU, and then Chris Jericho comes out. And they start with these pressers, and they start rolling towards AEW. What what were your thoughts as they started to build this roster? Oh, it was crazy because... You really didn't know what to expect. And I remember New Year's Day be walking up with my goddaughter. <laughs> She's like, Tiffany's here. Let me wake her up at six in the morning. And I think that was like we were finding out about the AEW. Right. It was like so exciting. But oh my God. It the build of between the fact of it just a t-shirt company, it's just a t-shirt. <laughs> Right, <laughs> like, but not bad for just a t-shirt company. Which so like, funny. I'll tell a story about what happened at freaking Full Gear with the t-shirts, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just I remember like watching even the press conference and yeah. sitting in my apartment, and me and Kyle were messaging each other, and it it was just so insane the whole remember the whole thing with the build of like kenny where's kenny gonna go yes a countdown of like yes gonna go and i always love the super smash brothers like the you know the intro of how he came in with kenny like oh my god it was just oh you knew it was gonna be big Uh, i didn't know what to expect i just i just knew this was gonna be huge and knowing how awesome the Young Bucks are. And even like you said, like going back to like being the elite. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I felt something that this was just going to be so special. And and the fact that the chemistry that me and Kyle always had podcasting together. Like I just knew it was something that me and him should have done together. And it's been such a journey. And it's just, as we keep going, it's, it's just, I can't even put it into words. It's just amazing. It's exciting. Um, God knows what's going to happen going forward after this weekend. Like, right. It's it's so it's such a, a breath of fresh air with new storylines and oh my God, we got a little GCW CZW kind of style this weekend, which means we, oh, we were loving it. We okay. were. <laughs> we were. Yeah, we really were. You know, it's it's interesting too because what's cool about your show. And what's cool about AEW is, is as you mentioned, you were learning and growing at the same time, yeah. right? It's brand new ground. It's like breaking new ground on a new house. You know what I mean? It's like you get to make new decisions and discover new things like as the weeks progress. And that's what's been so cool about watching AEW grow. They've right. created like all these new signings. The fact that they got the Lucha Brothers and like LAX showed up and let all out as we predicted and knew best friends came and like all these Joey Janela from GCW who's you know and all over the indie scene and like all these people right that they're bringing in I know <laughs> private party private party right and then they get private party and then they get all these tag teams and you're like 
what the hell is going on? And then you get these great wrestlers from Japan, and you're getting these all these other people. Then their partnership with, um, um, yes, OWE. Uh, like dope partnership with kind of triple eight a little bit. Cause Kenny's their champion right now. And the Lucha brothers were the tag team packs back and forth with the young bucks. Then we have their pay-per-views, right? Their shows. <sighs> Girl, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like all in double or nothing. Fighter fest fight for the fallen all out full gear. Right. That's where we've been since the beginning. Right. They had to wait a little bit to build things up and get things going. And then we get double or nothing. And what's shocking. I mean, all and all the stuff that is being announced. Right. These partnerships and who they're signing. We get Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley. We get uh, a television deal. We get all these things coming out. And you just have to, like, look at this like. Wow. Like, wow. What a difference January to now made, right? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know. I'm like, look at your face. Face is like, I can't wrap around a lot. And again, like with the fact of being queen of the Indies or whatever, and yep. watching people being pulled from the Indies and again, that I follow a lot of the indies. It's so exciting. And and I feel like they're doing, you know what I'm worried about right now? Like I, we're going yeah. a little off is that did you know the round of the indies? I don't know if you like notice, but the, a lot of people also with ring of honor that uh, what's it called? Math just got signed to ring of honor, Dan math. And I've seen him here. ICW. I've seen him in so many indie shows. And like, it's, I mean, it's exciting for AEW, and then it's a little sad for me in the indie world because I'm sure. like, damn, like, you know, like, you know, like they're feeling it a little bit in the indies of 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 these names being pulled into the not just AEW, Ring of right. Honor, Impact Wrestling, a- anywhere that or even WWE, like with NXT. I mean, we've just yeah. a couple of people to to all these, I guess, the higher um and it, it's sad, but at the same time, it's exciting. But me, like, who loves the indies, yeah. I'm feeling it a little bit. I'm feeling, but there will always be new indie people. There will always be new wrestlers. And, yeah. Um, you never know who's going to shine. And since we're talking to indies, really quick, because it's kind of sad. I, um, I'm sure, I, I think we talked about it a little bit. Matt yeah, Trapp, we did. Yeah, House of Glory. I mean, I just seen him a little over a month ago at <clears throat> ICW. And if you guys didn't see that, got hit in New York. He was riding a bike, um, mm-hmm. hit by a dump truck, and the guy kept going. So, mm-hmm. But the amount, what I've noticed even in the wrestling community in the indies is the family that they've become. And you mm-hmm. see it also at AEW. If you go to, like, these shows and you see them around, like, they really are, yes. like, tight and what they do and i seen videos of like the lighting services that they did like they celebrated his life like they're actually house of glory is saturday and i was gonna go somewhere else saturday to see a show but i think i'm gonna go to the house of glory show now to pay like respect to matt travis like it's gonna be an insane show on uh saturday night but gotta live life to your fullest because you just don't know and you just don't know yeah and then it was it was beautiful to see, you know, out of such a sad situation, like all these wrestlers kind of come forward and just be like, yo, like, I didn't even know this guy, but I feel terrible that this happened. And, you know, much respect to everybody. And 
and everybody who knew him and his family and, and all that stuff. And that I think is great. And you talk a little bit about the community that is built at AEW. And, and I think you're, you're totally right. You know, having gotten to go with you to Starcast in Chicago and go to Starcast itself. And then of course, all out, it's right. a definitely a different vibe. You oh yeah, know, like you go to way more indies than I'm able to, but I, you know, you go to the indies, this is totally different scenario than going to any other type of promotion. Like, and, and that includes like a Ring of Honor show or a or a New Japan show. It's not the same. You have a different feel, obviously, in each promotion, but the indies are something really, really special. And I feel like you get that family vibe, at least what I've been able to experience with AEW, and I think that's really dope. Like that's something really, really cool, and they're just like so. I don't want to say accessible. But they right. are, in a way, they are, because it's, they make themselves that way. Right. And they're not very only, humble. Right, they're very humble people. And not only do they do it, like, uh, online. Right. You know, they, they're very fan-first, fan-centric. They mean that. Like, when you go to StarCast and they hang out there, like, oh, yeah. it's so personal. Right. And that's something I feel AEW does really special. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that, that familiar <laughs> type oh, of vibe, oh, you know? It's just... It's it's so funny that you like say that. And then we saw Nyla Rose and we were having a conversation. We were talking about Maria, uh, Maria, who does the animation for being the elite at the end of the episode. And she was the one that did the BTE story. And she was sad that she couldn't come to this one that she we hung out with her at All Out, me and Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful person. I love her to death. Like we've become really good friends. And we were talking to Nyla Rose about her because we're like, oh, we feel so bad. Like she's not here. And we we're just talking. And I'm like, just the conversation that me and Nyla Rose were having with our friend Moose and Kyle. Like I said to her, I was like, you know, it says so much like how humble you guys are. Like you really mm-hmm. legit want to talk to us. That it's not like you're not getting that vibe that like they don't want to be bothered. Like I've seen it in the indies and stuff, like where wrestlers don't want to be bothered and you can tell they're just mm-hmm. not into it. And and I mean it's not even just the indies. It's even outside the fact that I've had my experiences even with WWE people that you can just tell like the 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 vibe. Sure the aura of it that they like don't really want to be here and you know like they really don't care or like they're a snob i'm not i'm not saying everybody's like that i'm just saying no, no, i've no. had those experiences with certain people um but i feel like even with AEW, like i've i really haven't had a bad vibe from anybody that i've met kip sapien right. another one who's he's like the most sweetest person on earth um and he'll just continue having a conversation with you Brandon Cutler, oh my God, well, let me tell you, that was the experience, that was the highlight of my weekend, and I'll go a little into it, and I'll talk about it probably with Kyle tomorrow, because we're doing our podcast, but of course, Brandon Cutler, okay, between the fact that I knew, like, a long time ago how awesome he was, and I would conversate on Twitter with him a lot, and having him on the podcast and interviewing him, you can just tell of the guy that he is he's just an amazing guy he's humble he's sweet like you can really tell like he's just taken back with a lot and it was so funny because when me and kyle were online to wait to get into starcast we saw him walk in with hangman page and the young bucks and people were screaming for the young bucks i me, i was like cutler footage and he <laughs> me and kyle and smiled um and then when we finally got to go meet him it was so great he's like hey guys like he was so excited 
excited to see me, Kyle, because it really was the reason why we went to StarCast was to go meet Brandon Cutler together. Forget everybody else. That's why I went to StarCast. <laughs> it was absolutely Brandon Cutler. Um, but we were just hanging out with him. He's just such an awesome dude. Just We were talking and we saw MJF was not too far from him, but we were asking him if he was getting some Cutler footage of MJF. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got some footage of MJF. He goes, this is so funny. And we were getting exclusives from Brandon Cutler. He was, he, we had knew before the fact about um, the, the stadium of like what mm-hmm. it was going to kind of like look like. And he was like, Oh, it's going to be exciting and new. And you know, so it was, so we were like, Oh, we're going to exclusive <laughs> from Brandon Cutler. Um, Love but, it. A lot of them, they just, they'll just talk Sammy G, even though, like, we didn't pay to go meet him. He was just like, hey, how are you guys? Like, um, SCU is absolutely amazing. Uh, Hangman Page, like, I finally got to meet. I mean, even the Young Bucks, and I've met the Young Bucks previously, even in Ring of Honor, and they really are sweet. The first time when I went to the first Ring of Honor that I didn't know who they were, but I knew the name. And my friend went to go meet them and he did the autograph in the picture. And they started talking to me too. And I was like, wow. I was like so humble. Cody and and, and Brandy are another one. Like Cody's I, a gem. Yeah. He is a gem of a human, really. Same thing of Ring of Honor. I my friend paid to meet them and um I only I was that day it was Marty Skrull and Young Bucks for me. That was it that I could afford <laughs> at that time. Yeah. But I mean they were just sweet. They were just talking to me and then Cody was like meeting marty because i had marty like, i was like all decked out in marty he's like you're meeting marty right i was like yeah i was like absolutely <laughs> but they're just it's so nice that you could just have you know like a normal conversation with them like and i get nervous like meeting some of these guys my heart yeah, rate me too, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Same, bro. laughs> i don't know how anybody does it okay <laughs> I still can't talk to number one husband, okay? And how many times have like, I like talked, like went to go see number one husband? I still can't talk to him. And you would think that he would be the easiest. Nope, 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 nope. No, it ain't easy. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm you know, it's, it's, it's so cool that you say that too, because it's just like, you know, you got you got to remember like, yeah, there are people too and whatever, and you can have a beautiful conversation with them. But like at the same time, you know, we love this business and these people mean so much to so many of us. Right. And like the fact that they're so willing to just like hang out and talk with you and, and make it like a meaningful experience as opposed to just, yeah, I'll sign that. Let's take a quick picture and move on. You know, it's so cool. And that's one of the things I love about AEW is that that personal fan centric fan first experience um when i met orange cassidy at uh, all out weekend that was like my favorite thing that ever happened to me he was like the f- nicest oh. like most hum like really humble like he was like you want to talk to me and i was like yeah <laughs> i want to talk to you he's like oh that's awesome like hi i was like what's up homie like it was so funny and like he was so so gracious and you know I got my little orange Cassidy pin and I was like you just made my day you know it's like so great and Cody's the same way like Cody is really really cool and he'll he'll definitely like give you like a personal conversation And, and even though there's so many people right that are there to meet him and say hello he's just like in that moment with you for however long it is and he's so gracious and that's the cool thing about these experiences you know there are some things in StarCast and whatever that I don't really like, and it is very expensive, and there's all that stuff. But 
um, they do make it easy for you to have these type of experience that you and I have had. And, you know, you've had some great stuff and you have some cool stuff for your show. And, and that's just really dope. And I feel like <laughs> it's so funny to think about like how, how we are right now and, and thinking about all the shows that we've seen <laughs> and like how much we've talked about AEW since it's come on and like getting to know, you know, us and our friendship and stuff. And for, for, I'm still curious though, for me, I really want to know like before they started TV, right before all out, which pay-per-view for you like really solidified and put it on the map before all out before all out. Oh, it's between all in. I mean, if you want to like consider all in as like their first, yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's kind of hard because it's going to have to be between that one and double or nothing because those were like your two best pay-per-views. Um, all in's where it started at all, even though it wasn't AEW, but it was such, I mean, even when Kyle came to New York to visit me in April uh, for WrestleMania week, um, that Monday, me and him were like so wrestled out from like so many things. <laughs> but we were like, we're gonna watch All In together, and we did that. It was it was nice, like knowing more that we know now, right? To like rewatch All In, and it was just such a great pay per view. It was fun. It was different. Like, and then Double or Nothing was. I mean, I I swear, I don't know how I didn't wake my goddaughter up with. But with my best friends because they we were screaming with the whole John Moxley. Oh like, my god. Because it was just so funny that you just you know, doing predictions and everybody's talking about rumors, you legit and we talked about this with Brandon Cutler on the podcast. We were like, mm-hmm. legit forgot about John Moxley rumor. You it was so right. exciting. And that's how I felt even with when being at full gear, it went by so fast. Yeah. It was so good you know it wasn't boring paper and that's how i feel with dynamite it goes so quick those two hours go quick it's not like it's dreading like oh god when is this gonna be over i know that's the cool part you know and and i totally agree with you about all in all in was like it and then they put on double or nothing and it was really a double or nothing that i was like yep so this is gonna be great like i was already in i was already all in pardon me i was already there (laughs) All in. <laughs> I was really all in, but all, all, but all in. <laughs> that's right. But double or nothing, I was like, this is gonna ha- this is gonna happen. It's gonna be insane. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. You know, and I keep saying like to you guys when, when when you and I chat or to other people, I keep talking about how wild 2019 is. Yeah. Like in your life of wrestling fandom, did you ever think we would see the shit that we have seen? No? From January till now with this company. Like the fact that they're on weekly television, Tiffany. Weekly television (laughs) on TNT. Not some back channel. TNT. Oh, wait. Let's backtrack a little bit. Because we're going to go back into like how that they were using YouTube of being the elite to kind of like blow out and and then the road too. These were the systems that made made this to dynamite like this is how we were building stories in being the elite and the roads to how i mean it's i talk about this all the time this is so important and you agree with me i know this it's so important to build stories yes and 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 build characters and even before we were on television we were getting this and we were getting emotionally invested okay 
private party, okay, which I will always put over because it goes all the way back to House of Glory with me. Love them. Okay. But on somebody who doesn't know Private Party, you got to know the backstory of Private Party because of these roads too. Right. So someone like me is like fanatic and like a lot of these indies guys, okay, I've seen this per Orange Cassidy, you know, Mar- Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy. I knew all these guys previously. Um, but someone like Kyle, again, who, you know, that was, I think that was the beauty of me and Kyle is that I knew more backstory with certain wrestlers and maybe he knew some with some others. Um, but I was well-versed and it's just like, we're learning together. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't know who these people were and it's just, and then, and then I think another nice thing is that you're like, okay, I really like this person. Let me go research. That's what I do. Like sometimes I'll go look at matches in other, other, mm-hmm. you know, uh, promotions to see like how good they are. Right. But it's so different. Um, it's just, Joshi wrestling. I didn't know anything about Joshi wrestling. And now look at you. Like, right? give me more. <laughs> it's amazing. And that we've seen the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. you know, these women are, I, I mean, wow. Out of control. Hashtag watch stardom. And if you don't know what that is, people, you can go listen to Queen and Guides episode one with JPQ. Who's the stardom guy. He's the guy who could tell you everything you need to know. Because if you like Riho, honey, Riho she's a champion in stardom right now. <laughs> yes. I, I know like, Kyle does. <laughs> we love to play on the podcast because like, we'll always mess up names. And yeah. then we stick with it. So when we screw it up, we just – so I said Riho one day. And it <laughs> stayed. We're Riho. like, Riho. And then I like when Kyle goes, Eddie who, Riho. You know? It's <laughs> so funny. I, that's why I said I know Kyle likes it because of your funny little name. <laughs> I just like it. The fun of it, and that's why, like, you know, that's the good thing, you know, me and Kyle is like, we just have fun, you know, we're just two friends, like me and you, like, we're just like two people, like, we're just bullshitting, like, you know, don't take it so serious, like, you want to have a good time with the podcast, absolutely. And that's what's so special and fun about what you guys do, and you know, what we try to do as well. It's just so, uh, it's such a great thing, and AEW is so refreshing, (laughs) and they really like. (laughs) <laughs> honed in on that uh, refreshing like a freshly squeezed glass of orange juice. Oh, let me tell you, okay? Okay. <laughs> I, I can't wait to talk about this on my podcast, but can we talk about the gigantic Hershey kiss that I brought Scorpio Sky? Yeah, oh, please do. God, so funny. Like, so I tweeted at it. This was, of course, like my bucket list. Now, I'm not one for like memorabilia of things, but I have my little shrine, as I call it. All right. And uh, my, my friend, my best friend's... Um, they went to Hershey Park because uh, they took their daughter, my goddaughter, and they they always bring me back something wherever they go. And they brought me back this gigantic kiss because they knew my favorite bit of being the elite was the episode where Scorpio Sky was walking. I'm pretty sure it was Brandy Rose. And he was like, you know, this was an amazing date. He goes, but would be perfect. You know, it was a big giant kiss. And then you see him pucker up and then you see like it zooms to his lips and then it zooms back out. And then there's Matt Jackson with the Hershey kiss. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I need to have Matt Jackson sign this one too, to be honest with you. That's All true. Right. You do. Really? It was really scorpio sky that i needed this or whatever but i tweeted at him and he liked it and then of course when i was waiting online and then at one point like because i was looking back because i was pulling the box out of my bag and i held it up and i was looking to the the other side of me and kyle's like yo he was like scorpio sky's eyes like lit up (laughs) 
<laughs> so then all of a sudden when I came next and then Christopher Daniels was like, he's like, look at that. And his eyes got so big. And I was like, this is my favorite bit of being the elite. I was like, you have to sign this for me. <laughs> he goes, thanks for the kiss. I was like, this is the best thing for my shrine. Like it was the best. I loved your video. I was so hyped for you. I was like, oh my God, he's doing it. (laughs) Just like the Matt autograph. Again, if like Kyle doesn't know, because Kyle never went back. I legit when I whenever I started watching the beginning of the elite, I think it was in the hundreds, like the beginning of the hundreds that I actually started. I legit I was like, hey, I'm doing all the podcast. I need to go back. I went all the way back. It took me a week to go through all the episodes. And there's a lot because some of them like are five minutes some of them are like 20 minutes and you know sometimes you just need to take a break or whatever but I legit sat here and watched it for like a week and I was dying and that's where the Matt autograph came you wouldn't know unless you're a true fan true very true I think you would appreciate this too I got to talk to Peter Avalon the other day as well Mm. and I didn't talk to him about AEW I talked to him about Wrestle Circus yes Wrestle Circus (laughs) Oh, shit. Yes. R.I.P. Wrestle yes. Circus. Yes. <laughs> so if you guys don't know about Wrestle Circus, it's an indie promotion. It was in Texas, right? Cause yes, it, indeed. It's marked to death. Shout out mm. to you. Um, He was always in the front row, and I always saw him at Wrestle Circus. But he's the, right. actually, it was because of uh, Anthony from Smart to Death that got me into Wrestle Circus. But if you guys don't know, um, Peter Avalon was an amazing um, heel, and so was Scorpio Sky, and he was champion. So I told Peter Avalon, it's funny, I'm going to AEW and I'm talking to you about Wrestle Circus because I figured like this was going to be a complete, because everybody's going to be like, I love the librarian or whatever. No, right. no, no. Your girl has to be completely different over here. Hershey kiss. <laughs> all right. Like I got to be different. And I started talking about Wrestle Circus and I was like, I'm kind of sad about what happened. I was like, because I was really enjoying Wrestle Circus. He's like, I know his eyes lit up. He was so excited to talk to me about this. Yeah, I was like, I was like, see, that's how, you know, like, you know, you're a legit fan and not just like some girl that's just like, oh, with the girl, you know, my boyfriend brought me here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We get that all the time anyway. It's tough tough enough. I know. And he was like. He goes, I was so sad. He was like, I was supposed to do a ladder match in that last one, the one that they canceled. Right. That they under. And he was like, I was supposed to do a ladder match, and I was so excited for it. And I was just like, I felt for him, you know? Yeah. But talking about that, and I thought of you guys because I know you guys were watching it. Um, oh, sure was. I know. It was, it was a cool conversation to have with him, and you could just see, like, the emotion with him with it. Right. So, well, you know, it's so cool that <laughs> I'm so glad that you, you went back and binged all those being the elite because <laughs> you get so much more context, you know what I mean? But they, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier with that show and and now we have the, the road too. And they really had to rely on YouTube and these series and the hype for those series and their pressers in, uh, that they streamed in order to build this company. Right. Because... Right? That's what you, that's how you really get the attention of everybody. It's social media. It's it's things that are easily accessible that we can watch and consume that aren't too long but aren't too short that give us enough of what we need. And right. and that's what makes AEW so unique, right? Cuz all these other promotions are pretty well established at the higher, you know, bigger uh, all eyes on level, right? You know, they all have their streaming services or or whatever established, but they kind of really grassrooted this whole thing. Right. And 
from these amazing things, they've seen the success that YouTube has had, and they now have AEW Dark, in which they're utilizing YouTube again. I mean, this is, like, really smart marketing and business. And I think AEW Dark is their best decision other than The Road 2. Like, being the elite is great, but it's not – I wouldn't say it's 100% necessary at this point, right? Because you have TV. You don't have to. It's good if you do, but you don't have to, right? And where I feel like AEW Dark gives you more context and it gives you more eyes on people that you wouldn't see. It's genius. It's so smart, and it's the day before Dynamites. Tuesday nights, as we're recording this right now, it's Tuesday night. And we'll have a Dark, and then we'll have AEW Dynamite the next day. What's been, I think – you know, now that we're in week six, going to seven of AEW Dynamite, what's been the best part about it for you? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. No, no, no. I do know. Okay. I'm going to say this. All right. <clears throat> I'm not going to talk about, like, a match in particular or anything. Sure, sure. Okay. I'm going to talk about that. I feel like the the After Dark has the, what's it called, that... Two people that are in a tag team, okay? So, like, we're going to use the example kind of like WWE. You're in tag team. You don't go into singles matches. Rarely. So, I feel like this is a platform where that wrestler, like, when we had, um, who was it? Uh, uh, Jeff Evans, okay? Mm -hmm. And and he wrestled, what was it, the three-way. I'm trying to, like, remember. There's so many matches. There's too many. I can't remember all the matches, so forgive me. me I know I work in, like, you know, the whole AEW podcast and stuff like that, but you were – because be, all the wrestling yeah. I watch, I forget. With You're stuff. fine. You're okay. fine. <laughs> but I remember, like, he shined in the three-way, and I was like, this is a great way to showcase sure. one of the wrestlers in a tag team. So you have to focus all on them, and it's all on them, and it's not, like – you know, like you're going tagging and you're, you have your partner and then they go, no, I feel like this is a completely different experience that we're not, we haven't witnessed. And it just showcases that particular wrestler on his own. Right. That's what I really like. I, I felt, cause I think we've had that a couple of times with, with numerous wrestlers. Which so. I think is really special and unique and it, and it gives a platform and opportunity for the audience that's there and then us later, the week later, right. to see what they had as the dark matches and, and obviously AW Dark, but to see what they had and magic gets created. You know, right. that Kenny match with Joey Janela was absolute insanity. Yeah. And that yeah. was on the dark that, show. You know? know. It's, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to me. I think the coolest thing about it being on TV, the regular dynamite, is the two hours does fly by. You mentioned that earlier. I totally agree with you. It flies, and then all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock, and you're like, wait, what? We're done? <laughs> oh, like, damn. damn. <laughs> I mean, but that's good, right? It means you want more, and you want to see what's right. going to happen next. That's that's great it's marketing. Not, it's not overkill either. Right. It's not three hours, and you're like, oh, I'm dying. Like, this is too right. much. It's just enough to give us what you need and and, and show what they have and talent-wise. And I think that's the best part about it is is been watching them grow and tell their stories on television and move towards this pay-per-view, the first pay-per-view that they've had since being on TV. Now you were there. Right. So let's let's dive into full gear a little bit. Wow. <laughs> oh my that God. was a lot. It was a lot. It went by so <laughs> freaking fast. Okay. Yes, like I told Queen the other day that I was like, if we're going to like go into details about this pay-per-view, I was like, I forgot everything. <laughs> I 
kind. It was so much. Like, like I watched some of it yesterday because I had to refresh myself. And it really was a lot. And, of course, I, I think... For for me and Queen, I'm pretty sure the match of the night was was Kenny and, <laughs> and John Moxley. And just so you know, all right, I went for your 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 man, okay, Kenny Omega. I predicted for him to win. So <laughs> I can't. It's like whew, I'm like getting hot, stressed. It was GCW, CZW, okay, and I know like social mm. media went nuts with the split. That they liked it, they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Queen mm-hmm. seen a lot of nastier stuff. Oh yeah, way yes. worse. Weed whacker, yeah, worse in uh, person at ICW. Yeah. Uh, even even Kyle, when we went back to the hotel room, Kyle said to me, he was like, uh, he goes, that was a different experience for me. He goes, I'm not used to your ICW. I was like, it's not even ICW that's vicious like that. I said, I seen one show at ICW that it was that bad because they purposely were in New Jersey because you can't do that in New York. No, you can't. Uh, they'll shut you down. Like it's there's so many rules and regulations here in New York. That's why like those death matches and stuff is in New Jersey because it's more stricter here which is surprising for New York. But sure. um yeah like I was queen I was screaming for freaking light tubes, okay? No, we I bet you were. Boogie. I was like, light tubes, light tubes. But, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, did you ever match. think, I know, what a match. Did you ever think in a million years <laughs> that not only would we be getting Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, but that they do a, like, for real yeah. death match like yeah. i knew it was gonna get bloody like i knew they were gonna use the barbed wire bat and the broom i knew that was coming i figured some sort of barbed wire contraption was gonna come out but they used a mouse trap oh, boards it all time <laughs> i know but like i didn't expect that from oh. them right and this chain and he oh. hung him which we only see in certain occasions right i mean they got violent like dirty violent and we can't use light tubes but they did glass so i'm like over here and i'm going everybody crazy right a little much for well me again like give me some damn light tubes but for us we're fine right we get it but (laughs) everybody else is like what's going on like my brother was texting me and he goes I'm uncomfortable. I don't understand what's going on. Why is he eating glass? I just, I don't understand what's happening. Because he's never really watched a, a full death match like that. Right, right. Did you ever think they were going to go that far? Um, No, not that bad. Um, I think once it started going and I was like, okay, we got like GCW, CZW right now. Let's, let's freaking go. And I had told Kyle during it, I was like, me, I get a little um, like that I can't handle is when they start cutting each other. Yeah, like, like that bothers me. Or if they start sticking skewers in the head, those those mm. are bother me a lot. I I love the light tubes, uh, the mouse traps. Like I'm like okay, whatever. But I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen the the thumb thumbtacks we see all the time. Oh, all the time. Yeah, that's like nothing. Uh, that barbed wire at the Ooh. oh god. Ooh. And then Brandon Cutler looking worried. If you watch the B, the elite was so funny. And then you saw like people getting hurt, trying to get them out of the barbed wire. Like it was ridiculous. Holy crap. It was, and it was funny because 
I brought it up on my podcast because I listened to yours about mm-hmm. how how did we really feel about this closing out the show? And me and Kyle legit got into an argument on the podcast, and he's like, mm-hmm. "It's not ending the show," and I'm like, "It's, it's ending it's the show." Like, and the show because you know it's it's this type of match and oh my god like and we were arguing the entire time I was like I'm telling you Kyle I was like he and Jericho is not ending the match like no it's the championship that's in the match I was like well it kind of did but this was unsanctioned lights out so it's gotta be it's gotta be the end yeah end so, and then I said to him I was like think about this rationally I was like you can't have Jericho and Cody wrestle after the craziness of what's going to happen in the ring this is going to be all over the place trash cans thumbtacks you so you're going to go clean up all that entire mess after the fact no no i can't i can't no you're totally right and and then and it bothers me just because of like i like my championships matches to close out the night that's just a personal thing i feel the same way however in this case right it made the most sense right but also, and I think now that it has played out, they made the right choice. Right. I mean, I knew that, like I said, I knew they were going to go far. I didn't think they were going to go that far. Oh, right. They went fucking far. And I was like, and as a huge Kenny Omega fan, I'm over here like, okay, I'm like, it's really surprised by this. I can't believe he agreed to do this. This is very crazy. Yeah. Like Kenny doesn't, I mean, he goes far, but like, not like that. So right. I don't know. It was just, it was a very interesting pay-per-view. We have a lot of storyline coming out of that. Yeah. And, you know, everyone needs to go listen to your show because you're going to break all of that down, um, which is the best. And that's what I do. And we, I watch AEW Dynamite and then I listen to your show on my way to work the next day. It's the best. <laughs> so I guess now that we're we, – we did the first pay-per-view. We did sure. the go-home show. We did the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And now we have the, oh. the post-show tomorrow, which is going to be wild. Yeah. When this episode drops, it'll be tonight, right? Right. Now that we have that. And, and we've made it through this first hurdle. What would you say, and I know we're very positive about AEW, but what would you say are some of the concerns or drawbacks that you that you could point out about AEW right now? Where, where we stand right now, having gone through what we went through? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It's a tough question. It's, it's, it's hard because it's like I haven't really knocked it at all not mm-hmm. you know, and I don't like really going that way of course like I I haven't really like watched the whole pay-per-view and I know people were kind of like knocking the commentary I was seeing on social media mm-hmm. I haven't really had any time to like really fully watch the pay-per-view so I couldn't realize I was like skimming through some stuff um but things are getting better I mean the in in-ring work there's still you know again there's people who are so young um sure. and they're still learning um there's some, of course, yeah, just, you just need more work and, and um, promos. Like, there's some that probably still need work. Um, I know a lot of people really didn't like, believe it or not, the Britt Baker promo. Yeah, I, I've heard that. Um, mm-hmm. Some people just don't like her. I've had that yeah. share with people telling me that they just don't like her. Um, I think even with the match that we got with her and Bia, I call it Bia. B, um, I was really going for B. Um, and they're mm-hmm. trying to Britt Baker. Do I really feel that she should be our top? No. Um, mm-hmm. You ask me who? I don't know. I feel like B's going to shine or they should let her shine. Um, 
But I feel like we're getting a lot of growth. And I don't know. I think maybe because I'm keeping an open mind, I can't really go knock it a lot, really, too much. Um, So with the fact is, like, I'm expecting things that aren't going to be perfect. You're like, sure. yeah, your in work's not going to be perfect. Your promos aren't going to be perfect. Our camera's getting a little bit better work wise. I love the the camera on the the post. I mm-hmm. love shots. Those are fun. Um, they might not be the best. <laughs> you know, like when they do it. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's such a hard like question to really. Yeah, it's it's yeah. an interesting one, you know, because wrestling Twitter, you know, has a lot to say, right? And and a lot of people have many things to say about AEW and I always start with or bring it up in general that you know they're babies <laughs> it's a baby company it's new there's a lot of things that we have to be patient on right right pack your patience yeah um and they, you know they made a lot of promises right they said a lot of things right and listen if you want to be taken seriously you got to lo- live up to those that's just real talk but does that all need to come out within six, seven weeks? No, right? There's things we have to go in stages. You can't do everything at once. That's just not good business, A, and it's not good for your wrestlers, your talent, and your crew. It's just, it's not going to work. You have to go in, in parts. And that part I totally get. I just think in general, you know, I, I hear a lot of conversations about and participated in myself, you know, their women's division. There's a lot to be said about that. A lot of people have very strong opinions about how they feel about the women's division, not so much the people that they have, but the lack of push and the lack of uh, promotion and the only one match per show for them. And, you know, it, there's a lot of things that people are kind of like, well, why is this happening? Like, what are we doing with this? Right. And when Cody had the presser before full gear, you know, that question was asked by our pal Anthony. And he's like, look, like what's going on with the women's division. He's not trying to like come at him. He's just like, yo, like you said all these things. You've, you've only shown one match per show, barely, you know, where are your women? Like what's going on? And, you know, they said that that's something that they're working on. Even Tony Khan said the same thing. So like, it's not that they're unaware. Right. I just think people have very strong opinions about it. You know, it's 2019. Things are different. Women's wrestling is is hot and prevalent and we want them to be shown. I think that's the issue, right? For, uh, for us, people who are fans of women's wrestling and and fans of this promotion, we want them to give the same attention Right. And clout and push and importance to their women like they do their men. And I think that's sort of a frustration that people mm-hmm. have at this point. But at the same time, too, everybody's got to stop comparing AEW to WWE. And mm-hmm. you, know, you got to remember, too, that we're only getting two hours a week and we're getting the bonus of the dark, sure. dark, uh, which comes out a week later um, and we're getting an hour and then. It's interesting. I don't know how I completely feel about it. That I mean, I get it. We're trying to get everybody on and show sure. more people. Um, and we're getting a lot of like tag team things that don't make sense. But you got to remember also too that they said that they were focusing on tag teams. This they was, did. They were very clear. What, yeah, that this is what they wanted. And That's also right. the same thing of you got to also remember too is that yeah, okay, the t-shirt company and everything like that. That these guys were wrestlers only. Right. And you got to give them a lot of credit to start this company. And, and Matt and Nick were saying in one of the being the elites that they're like, we didn't know how much this was entailed. We're the ones we got to get the water. We got to get the food. We got to run, do this. We got to make sure we got to do this. Oh, so yeah. remember, it's just they're coming being wrestlers, just wrestling whenever, just getting on the plane, going meet and greet, stuff like that. Now they're on a whole other boat and like they're learning, too. So that's why, like, 
me, I try to stay in the positive and I don't try to go into the negative mm-hmm. of anything bad because I legit and I always, always say this, you really have to keep an open mind. And I think that's what happened to me. And I think that's why I love indie wrestling so much is I completely got out of the mind of WWE. And I think that's a problem in the community is that people are knocking AEW without even giving a chance. This is why I also preach. You have to like check out the indies because you really don't know a lot of base. You'll see a lot of indie wrestling that's really good, you know, and you're not getting so much of a storyline, but you can get a little bit of a storyline if you go to one show and then maybe another show is not so like two months. But if you went to the last show, you kind of understand where it's kind of going. You're not getting that platform of youtube they're using social media they're doing their promos on social media number one husband's an example every time like he'll have a match against somebody you'll always see him going back and forth with like in a promo on on a video that he cut against somebody um so i think with me like i said i'm completely out of that wwe mind i kind of open to everything and that's why i try not to go into the negative because especially with AEW, there's only one way it can go. It can only get better, right? With every week. Right, it's only up from here. Yeah. Right. And and I think it needs to be a healthy balance, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it needs to be a healthy balance of constructive criticism and right. the realization that they are new. I think it has to, they have to marry that more. Uh, and by they, I mean, like, people online and people who watch and participate in conversations. You know, there's only... So much that people can do, right? And yeah. we we have to understand that as fans, as people who watch. And that's something that I, you know, I'm trying to bridge both sides. Because I do see a lot of things that I'm like, mm, I don't know, guys. And I'm not not keeping an open mind. I'm totally keeping an open mind. I just want to be like, hey, listen, I just want to make sure that this is going to get better, not worse. Right? right. That's right. all I mean. I'm not wishing them evil. It's none of that kind of stuff. It's just like, yo, I noticed that this is going on. It's been consistent. Let's see how they fix it, right? Or how they're going to address it. And I'll give them credit, man. I mean, they definitely came out at that presser and was like, yep, we know. And we got stuff to do. So, like, that is what I like about them is that they're willing to say, yes, we're going to listen to our fans. We're going to really read what you guys are saying. Listen to what you're saying and and pull that out. I mean, the fact that Cody was like, yo, I'm going to put my shot on the line for the title right now in this match. Like, ever again, if I lose, I won't challenge for that. Right. Now, is there ways around that? Of course. But yeah. the fact that he was willing to do it because he said fans first and this is what they want and they don't want one of us coming for a title right now, uh, then I'll take myself out of the game. Right. Like, the fact that they're willing to at least do that for, even if it's just storyline purposes, let's just say you want to be cynical, right? Let's just say it's for that. The fact that they're even going that route, that's a good thing. Right. Because they're, they're listening to to what the people are looking for and what they uh, are asking. Right. And that I think is dope because not a lot of people do that as we know. Yeah. They said that they said that they were, it was really big and it's true and they mean it. Like it's because, you know, even when you meet them, it's all about the fans because if it, if it wasn't for us, there would be no AEW. You're exactly right. So I got, you know, we'll, we'll see. Well, I mean, Hey, we're going. We're on, we're on the train, man. Like, there's we're on the train. Full steam ahead, baby. Take my money. Take my money. <laughs> I know. They took my money. <laughs> they did take your money. They took a lot of our money. They took more of your money than mine because you <laughs> went to this one. But uh, they did take our money, yes. <laughs> so, oh rapid fire for you. Okay. What do you love most about podcasting with Kyle and talking about AEW every week? Ooh. Ooh. 
Well, of course, like I say, I always I will always put Kyle over because I just we ha- we just have great chemistry, me and him. It's you just do. something that you know we've been friends. It's great. It's just uh, it's funny. Like I laugh at him, like even in person. Like this is the second time that we've met in person, and he just he makes me laugh. And then you know, of course, like I have to excuse my French. I have to tell him to go fuck himself sometimes. Too. <laughs> It's just you know, he likes I, to throw you under the bus. Oh, oh yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I know it is too, you know. But um, it's just the fact of it's like again the whole thing with podcasting. It's just fun to between podcasting that I do have that love to podcast and and it's crazy that people want to listen to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> I always say this. I don't know why anybody wants to listen to me, but okay, we're gonna go with it. Um, but it's just nice to sit there and and bullshit with somebody that likes wrestling just as much as you do and just have that excitement and to watch other people that's another thing too even with the fans it's just it's just nice to have those interactions with people who enjoy doing you know listening to me and Kyle um and having those interactions of like little play fighting sometimes you know like of course like the whole list the husband thing is so funny and you know me and our, our girl, Cubic Girl, it's the most funniest thing. We we fight even when even if I'm on my friend Stephanie's, like she streams video games on Twitch. And I was with her this weekend and we were just walking around in the mall and she's just like live recording us. And Cupid Girl came into the chat and she's a fan of me and Kyle. And then she starts fighting with me about Velveteen Dream. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> don't even start with your husband because my husband is better, you know? So- <laughs> It's so fun to have those fun interactions with people because, again, it wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be doing this if, like, nobody would be listening to oh, us. Of course. You know, like, right. it's, yeah. fun. it's just the people that we've met. I mean, of course, if, if I wouldn't have never met you, you know, if right. it wasn't for this, you know, it's just and, and you actually physically meet the people you work with. And I was telling Queen this before. It's just it's it's amazing. I met RJ this weekend. Um I, I'm I, I still wish I could have met like smart to death Anthony at all. I know, me too. He's so sad. I love you. Yeah. We love you, Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's just really it's really an experience because you meet some really great people. Um and, and again, and the love for wrestling. Right. I mean even I talk about this with all out Starcast that weekend. I, I feel Chicago was bigger for me because I think there was a lot more people that went that I knew. Yeah. Um so the experience for that, that was the first time that I'd actually traveled for wrestling like that. Like indie shows, I don't count. Like staying over, doing pay-per-views, doing StarCast, doing things like this. Like I never even did WrestleMania or anything like that. It yeah, was, me neither. Chicago mm-hmm. was my first thing. And to see the love of other people enjoying wrestling as much as I do, I think that makes it all worth it. And and that's the same thing even with the indie world. And um, you know, even like a lot of the House of Glory guys like have been open arms to me and they've been the relationships that I've developed with them has been truly something special. And I always say this. I've said this on Queen's podcast before. It's like Indies is, is special. Um, and I, I can't stress it enough. And I guess that even with the AEW, again, Brandon Cutler, you know, it's just it's it's just really, really amazing. And I think these are just the things that I love and uh you know, I mean, I, I know, like I talked about it briefly, I don't go into details, but I am diagnosed with the nerve condition and the wrestling has been an amazing distraction off of it. So yeah. that's my like, 
uh, I, I don't even like know what to like call it. It's just it's just my passion, I guess, that like my distraction of happiness. Yeah. So it's, it's full of happiness, isn't yeah, it? It, it? It is. I just have it all. <laughs> I know. It's it's awesome. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. We you know what friendships we've been able to make and the people we've been able to meet, wrestlers included. It's it's yeah. so dope doing what we do and and having such a good time and. Before we exit today, my dear friend, yeah. we have to do one thing. Ooh, yes, we do. Oof. <laughs> we have one thing that we need to do. You're here. Oh, yes. So that means oh, boy. it's time Fine. to get the fan. Oh, <laughs> get the fan. Ooh. Get the fan. It's time to crown our Ooh. get the fan champions. Yes. I think yeah. I'm going to do it monthly, Tiff, and I'm going to have to get your answer every month. That's fine. Let's do it. That's that's awesome. So Last month, Oof. we had your number one husband, Oof. Anthony Gangone. Yum. And my number three husband, he moved Kip Sabian out of the way. Sorry, Kip. Jay White. <laughs> <laughs> Another oof. Another oof. <laughs> but now we're in November, Tiff. Yes. It's time to crown new champions. Yes. Or are we crowning new champions? Whoa. We don't know. Oh. Oh. Damn. Tough. <laughs> so as, as my darling list of husbands get the fan uh, uh, co-creator here <laughs> with this uh, championship, <laughs> who is your selection? All right. The championship so, this month. I know everybody's expecting me to pick, like, one of the names that are on the list of husbands. But that's not the case, okay? Because Ooh. I recently went to an indie show. It was BWF. Um, oh, my God. I saw this beautiful man. <laughs> okay? Let me it's tell true. you. Yes. Okay? I was like, I think I just found who's taking Anthony again going down on number one. <laughs> oh like, my God. Anthony, oh, watch your spot. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. It was funny because Anthony said to me a while ago, he was like, I know I'm going to get taken down. He's like, I just know it. But um, I, that's not the case because I haven't decided yet. So I think I need to see this guy more. Uh-oh. All right. But oof, this guy. All right. His name is Chris Steeler. And oh, my God, he is freaking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I've already been thrown under the bus with him, just so you know. I don't know if I told you this, but um, one of the other wrestlers, because I put a post up and I was like, I think this guy might take down number one husband. And um, one of the wrestlers actually tagged him. <laughs> I was like, throw me under the bus. He goes, of course, I have to. I'm like, everybody's always throwing me under the damn bus. But um, I think he's in uh, WoW Wrestling. And uh, where else? I need I need to I need to learn more. So that's why he he's gonna be on the list of husbands. I just haven't figured out where, but he's <laughs> definitely going on there. I just I need to learn more. Okay, yeah. that's it. That's all I that's all I can really say. I need I need to learn more <laughs> because he is oof <laughs> oof hot. So bad. Oof. I'm Get the fan, girl. Get the fan. Oof. Yummy. I'm fanning you over here. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> well, that's an excellent choice. Yeah. Congratulations, sir, for being this month's choice of the Get the Fan champion on Queen's Court. 
Congratulations, <laughs> Seth. Yeah. Wow. Great choice. Yeah. Plus, I got to see this individual. He's very fine. Those tattoos. Woo! Oh, I think that's what caught me. I'd like to be honest yeah. with you. He kind of reminded me a little bit of like Sean Spears and um I don't know. I, something like reminded me a little bit of like Brandon Cutler in a way, which is funny because these guys aren't even on my list of husbands, but it was just, right. no, it was, he caught my eye and I was completely at attention. Okay. <laughs> She's like, hello, who are you? And I was actually my friend. I'm like, I'm sending it to my friend, Ray. I shout out to you. He works at House of Glory too. And I'm like, who is this? I was like, I need to know more. I was like, <laughs> Tell us the info, bruh. Info, we need to go see his shows. And like, I need to, I need to know more. So, oof. <laughs> God, get the fan. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I could top that one. Because probably no one's going to be surprised about mine. But <laughs> this week, it's going to my number one husband. Ooh. My number one husband for putting his body on the line. Yes. Them abs, baby. I cannot. <laughs> Woo, shit. Kenny Omega, my number one husband's getting the Get the Fan Championship this week because that match, honey, <laughs> had me feeling some type of way. <laughs> Several some types of ways. <laughs> uh, it's funny because you're not the only one no. that's like going nuts for him. So he's a oh. good dude. Woo, he's fine as hell. God, I cannot. <laughs> And it's not, like, my typical type of guy either, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have a type, but, like, you know, in real life. It was one. Like, like I'd be, like, admiring from afar, but, like, you know, right? Woo! Like I am now. But, like, you know, if it were in a universe of possibility, not ever going to happen, right? Yeah. yeah. So, because um, he's way too hot for me. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Cannot. But, um Jeez, those abs and that <laughs> face. Those I, I cannot. Kenny, I love you so much, buddy. But I love you as a wrestler too. So it's not I'm done not, not just ogling you, all right. <laughs> you can have trying to play me like that. You you can have some coffee crisp with him because those I, are good. That's Ooh. great. That's great. Let's go get the coffee crisp. Sorry, Mr. Queen. I know you're listening, but he knows how much I love Kenny Omega. I can't help myself. It's all right. He loves um uh, Mila Kunis. So we're we're fine. It's yeah, fine. The whole pass. It's okay. The it's okay. Pass. It's a whole pass. It's never <laughs> gonna happen in a million years. <laughs> so it's all good. But um Tiffany, my friend, my pal, <laughs> my double trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hashtag gonna... double trouble. Yeah. Here. We still gotta do GCW together. Seriously. We're gonna do GCW show together. Yes. We gotta make the trip to Jersey so we can get the crazy ones. That's not a problem. We're definitely we can make that happen. We'll do it. But I would love for you to to tell the listeners where they can find you, where they could find your show, and uh, everything that they need to know about you because you're honestly one of my favorite people that I have met because of this crazy thing that we do in podcasting worlds and and of course wrestling Twitter. It's been such a joy becoming your friend. And, um, you know, I, I found, like, my, my wrestling sister. It's it's thank so you. cool. It's thebomb.com. And um, thank you so much for coming on today. Let the people know. I love ya. Love ya. <laughs> well, you could find me probably at an indie show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so true. You can. 
I'll probably be at some indie show, you know, and whatever. So that's where you find me. Just don't stalk me and don't come up to me with a stained shirt, okay? Because that's my biggest pet peeve, right? <laughs> no, but um, you can find me on Twitter, loves to dream 82 L-U-V, <laughs> to num- the number two, dream82. Um, well, so we are on the All Elite Pod on Twitter, so make sure it's the All Elite Pod, but we are the All Elite Podcast on the No Holds Barred Network. Oh, <laughs> or should I say No Holds Barred because that's the old school. Barred? No Holds Barred. I, I don't know how that episode came about. Like the first time that we had Kyle on the That Ass Podcast was the most funniest thing because I was like No Holds Barred. And then James said to me, he was like, you know it's no holds barred, right? I'm like, what did I say? He's like, no holds barred. So it's been the joke. So I should probably go back and say it's the no holds barred network. <laughs> you should, just for funds. Yeah, Kyle knows. I do it every once in a while, but I should just be like, we're the no holds barred network. <laughs> no holds barred. I love it. <laughs> the good old days, but good old Thank days. You. So much. I love you. You're one of my faves to work with. And yes, uh-huh. we have to go to a GCW again and hopefully maybe we could meet again at another AEW, but we're gonna we're gonna do something sooner than that. So of definitely. course we will. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure. And dear listeners, this has been the second episode of Queenie Guides towards AEW. And as always, enjoy the rest of your day and be kind to one another. Mm-hmm.